Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of What is Life Storytime with X. I'm your host Christina Lucille but you can call me X. On this week's podcast episode we are going to be talking about marriage and my husband and I just celebrated our one year anniversary about a month ago and I had this topic on my list of topics but something always happens to me that ends up triggering me moving my sequence of topics up. So let's get into the story on why this is my topic this week. So my husband and I went shopping at Target late night yesterday. I want to say probably an hour before they closed. So we obviously went to Target not anticipating on buying much, but you know how that goes. We end up getting a whole cart full of stuff. Now, my husband and I actually, when it comes to finances, I'll explain it a little bit later, but we actually pay for our groceries separately. Kind of a little backstory to that is we have two completely different diets. I count my macros. I eat meat. Um, there's just certain foods that I like that I know I can't cook for my husband because he is a vegetarian, pescatarian, and there are just certain foods that he likes that I don't like. So we just, when it comes to groceries, don't pay, um, for the same bill or we basically end up just splitting the groceries. Um, but anyway, on this particular day, I was walking around Target just putting things that I felt like I wanted, needed in the basket and so did he and then we go to check out and as we're checking out there is four lanes open in the self-checkout and like two people that are open. Well, I personally just like to do the self-checkout. It's enjoyable to me. I have a system down. I've been doing this for a very long time. So what I usually do is I grab my bag because it is weighted. Like, I don't know if you guys know that, but it is weighted. And I hate when the sensor trips up and alerts the employee to come and type in their little code because they think you're stealing, right? So basically what I like to do is I like to bring my stuff and bag it at the same time because it minimizes the amount of tripping up to call the attendant. But anyway, so my husband and I are sharing one basket, but he's paying for his items on one self-checkout and I'm paying for um, items on my self-checkout. Well, I guess that tend to peeve a couple people. Mind you, when we got there, there was nobody in line. So we were the only ones there and the other two were open and I heard the guy behind me like the security was like hey you can use these I'm not sure why they're using two but no big deal and then this woman had the nerve to look at me and give me attitude and say uh you guys are using two which I so kindly and politely turned around and said yes we are paying separately as if that wasn't effing obvious enough. And then she was like, oh, like what is the big deal? I don't understand people in America with their lack of coping skills, with their lack of patience. Like would it have taken any longer if we would have, it would have taken so much longer if we would have just taken that one and each divided it. Like what is the problem? You do this at restaurants, you pay separate bills. It's not a big deal, but 
politely because my husband and I are bigger people. We just left it at that and kept it moving. And I have actually had this finance conversation with multiple people that I know, married couples that I know, and they just can't understand why my husband and I don't have joint bank accounts. But anyway, this is the story that led me to talk about marriage this week, but I will talk about finances a little bit later and break it down for you further. Okay, so when it comes to marriage, I feel like marriage was always something that I wanted and strived for and I always dreamed about my wedding dress and my wedding day and it was always something that I really wanted to happen for me in my personal life and now that I am married, I find things kind of silly that I thought previous. Like I never was the type of person to date just to date. I always dated with the mentality of like, I'm going to basically find somebody to marry. And now that I'm married, I wish I didn't have that mentality. Um, not because of anything that's going on in my marriage, but like, I just, realized that there were so many people that I vested time in that I could never see myself marrying now and I wish if I didn't have that mentality I don't think I would have stayed in those relationships as long as I did but anyway what brings up the subject matter is we were watching the show the ultimatum and what kind of made me laugh was that I saw that one, those couples were under 25 years old, a majority of them. Two, a lot of those couples didn't even date for two years. And I found that kind of funny because now being 33 and looking back on it, I feel like those people were one, didn't know each other too much. Two, weren't even in a relationship long enough to even consider marriage. And three, they were super young. But, but... That was me at that age. When I was 21, 22, I was ready to get married. I was ready to settle down. And now I find that such a joke. Like, I mean, it happens to some people. Um, Some people find their uh, true love in high school, college. They get married. I'm not downplaying that. Like, I definitely think true love is out there at that age. But I feel like now that I'm older, I just wish I would have spent more time just focusing on living then try to focus on like finding a spouse and getting married and settling down like I don't know what the rush is to settle down anymore and I find that kind of funny because now that I'm married I'm like what was I rushing for and I have a great marriage I have a really happy healthy relationship but I feel like it happened for me at the right time Another reason why I think now that I'm older um, and was stubborn back then and believed like it didn't matter how old I was, it didn't matter how long you're with someone, like once you know, you know, things totally change. Things that I wanted back in the day, I don't want now, Um, whether it comes to career or kids, like I've always had backup plans to my backup plans and like I had my whole life figured out when I was 14 so I thought until life threw me a curveball like 
when I was 14 years old, I was in a relationship with somebody that was four years older than me, but I was with them for four years. And I totally thought like, okay, I'm going to graduate high school. I'm going to become a police officer. I'm going to marry this person. Like I had my whole life mapped out. And when I turned 18, my whole world just turned upside down. He ended up cheating on me. I ended up not going into the police department. I ended up failing out of college multiple times. And it's like, it's so funny how you can try to predict and control your life's plans, but life will happen, I believe, how it's supposed to happen. And I feel like that for me personally is evident by the fact that now I'm finally in a happy and healthy relationship. And one thing that I major feel changed for me was Ever since I was 14 years old, I totally believed that I was born to be a mother. Like, I wanted a baby more than anything. I know that sounds crazy, but like at 16 years old, if I were to get pregnant and have a kid, like I wouldn't have cared because I always felt that motherly sense. Like I've wanted a child my whole life. And then I became a nurse practitioner and I was in school and I was like, hell no, I don't want kids. Um, at least right now in the foreseeable future, I don't. I always joke that maybe when I'm 40, I will try. And I know that sounds older, but now like I just enjoy my life and enjoy my time I mean if I had kids I believe of course I'd be happy that I have them and like that I couldn't live without them because I hear a lot of people say that but I also hear a lot of people saying they wish they would have waited and that's kind of how I feel like I'm so glad I waited so long to have kids just because of the fact that I am so happy basically just finally getting to live life that I didn't get to do while I was growing up. So if you have been listening to my podcast since the beginning, I am probably the worst person to get dating advice from, from basically throughout my past. However, I'm going to talk to you about what I feel has made my marriage happy and successful. But I will say one kind of funny story is I was engaged when I was um, 21 years old approximately and I am the type of person that can stay friends or just civil with my exes and this particular ex I thought it was kind of funny because when we split um we tried to be friends um and I remember him seeking my advice with his current relationship and I thought it was a joke and I literally told this person if you and I did not work out what miraculous advice do you think I'm going to give you to make it work out with someone else? However, on the flip side, I can say that things that have happened to me in my relationships have definitely helped me in other relationships now that I'm older. And I definitely will say that one thing, even though I have been cheated on numerous times, thankfully I've been resilient enough to not become an insecure person as a whole. Um, in that moment, in that relationship, unfortunately, if those bonds are broken, then they're broken forever in my opinion. But, um, in a new relationship, I would not drag that over. So basically if I got cheated on by 
person A, if I started dating person B, I don't bring that insecurity, that jealousy, or that like infidelity into my new relationship. So I always give somebody the opportunity to prove themselves to me. I always trust them, probably why I've gotten hurt so much, but I always give people the benefit of the doubt and I always give this new person my full trust and loyalty until they show me signs of breaking trust. And I definitely think that's something that me bringing into my marriage was something that helped it work out. Okay, so here are my couple of tips on why I think my marriage has been successful. Besides one, my husband and I, um, we've been together almost seven years. This November 25th will be the seventh year that we will be together, but it's only the first year that one, we've been um, married and two, we've been living together. When I was in college, I remember specifically in life skills class, I remember reading or my teacher explaining that couples who do not live together prior to getting married actually have a higher successful marriage than those who live together prior to getting married. And that made no sense to me because I feel like when you move in with someone, the biggest adjustment is getting adjusted to that person. And I just felt like that was kind of weird. Like when you get married and you already live together, you kind of know what you're going into opposed to like in my marriage, I was with my husband for uh, six years prior to us getting married and we didn't live together at all. Like he barely even slept over my house. So I felt like I, that was going to be such a huge adjustment for us to get to know each other, but it actually wasn't as bad as it is. And I'm going to talk about things that hopefully if I don't forget, um, used to work in our relationship and don't work anymore or like things that just have changed. Okay. So my first tip is me time definitely need to take time and space to yourself. So my husband and I are both nurses. We both work the same schedule except opposite shifts. So he works Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. Um, I wish we were on the same days together, like on day shift, because I feel like him not sleeping or him sleeping throughout the day kind of makes me want to always be sleepy. But anyway, um, I feel like it works out perfectly for our schedule because of the fact that we um, have a babysitter for our dogs basically because when he's at work, I'm at home with the dogs and when I'm at work, he's at home with the dogs. So there's someone always here with our animals. We have the same four days off, which seemed a little bit scary at first because it's like, okay, what am I going to do with four straight days of seeing you every single day? But it actually has adjusted. Um, We have adjusted very well So my husband, since I met him, always has this day to himself and his friends and we call it dude's day out. And a very important thing for me is to trust my husband that when he goes out with his uh, guy friends that jealousy and security is not at all an issue. I trust my husband 100%. He has never given me one ounce of doubt in my relationship that he would be cheating and I trust him with he, when he's with his friends if I actually one time found out that they were going to strip clubs but they were going to strip clubs not to watch strippers they were going to strip clubs to play pool and when I found this out one of the other wives um in the group had found out and I guess they were she was really upset about it and 
I don't want to say I was upset about it. I don't want to say I was hurt about it, but I was just like, oh, like, I just wish you would have told me. Like, it wasn't a big deal. It's not like him and I fought about it at all, but I'm like, I trust my husband. And if that's what he wants to do with his money, that is fine. I think it'd be a little different if we had kids, then I'd be like, why are you wasting your money? Like we have children to feed, but I don't feel that way at all. Um, I actually don't mind it. Like I've been to a strip club. I have a very famous porn star friend Christy Mack who actually was going on tour and my husband and I went to the strip club together to watch her and I had a blast like it was seriously so much fun but anyway they were going to the strip club to play pool and I was a little taken back by it because I was like oh like I didn't know where you were going but like I didn't care um I'd freaking go to the strip club too if I was paying a dollar to play pool like I see no problem but anyway having me time being open and honest like I don't even care where my husband goes if they go out to the movies to eat to drink to party to dance I don't care just let me know so that I know you're safe like that's all I ask um and like not even what time you're gonna be home I guess like if you stay out till two o'clock three o'clock in the morning that's fine just let me know. Give me a heads up. Don't let me think that you were died, like died dead in a ditch somewhere or in the hospital and I'm a trauma ICU nurse. That paranoids me. So like, just give me the heads up. But I definitely think having me time, having time apart with your friend groups or just hobbies in general um, is what gives us our own me time. So I obviously am very big into social media I have a YouTube, this podcast, my Instagram, um, just hobbies that I have. I love to hike. I love to exercise. My husband is not into any of that. He doesn't like hiking. He thinks it's dirty, which hurts me to my core because it's my favorite hobby. Um, I am very big into physical fitness, always have been. My husband, and eh, he could care less about it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't on him. However, he loves gardening. He loves doing other things around the house that I just particularly don't care for. One thing I find kind of funny is we both share a love for music. I love to sing. I used to write songs. I don't think my actual, like, I don't think actually that my husband has ever heard me sing for real like I think every time I've sung in front of him it's always been like a joke um but he used to be a drummer in a band called 11 penny life and he used to be on this show um I believe it was the Jerry Lewis's uh marathon or something uh he used to play on that and like he recently just brought a drum set and I'm like excited like come on when are you gonna bring your friends over to like jam because it's exciting for me too like I love music even though we don't like particularly the same type of music still creating and making music is fun and a fun hobby that not only we can do separate but together so another thing I want to talk about is adjusting to each other so I have talked about this previously I was really scared when I was moving in with my husband because I've lived on my own since I was 18 years old I've had numerous apartments by myself Uh, or with roommates and I've just been paying my own bills and working full-time going to school full-time like I know how to manage my time and kind of run a household and like hide up time manage and my husband never lived on his own prior to us moving in together Um, he's always lived with his family 
and um he had a lot of help like his sisters and his mom sorry his sister and his mom would help him with either packing lunch cleaning the house doing laundry like he didn't have as much responsibility so I was definitely scared when we were moving in together that I was like great I'm gonna take care of a man baby basically but I didn't give him enough credit because my husband doesn't depend on me for anything like that. He doesn't depend on me to feed him. He doesn't depend on me to clean or to do his laundry and vice versa. However, I was terrified of that. I thought, oh my God, I'm going to move into this household and I'm going to have all these animals. We had six at the time, two dogs, two cats, two fish. One of our fish died sadly. So we still have the five. Um, and now not only that, but we have to maintain this household. Um, so definitely getting used to each other and each other's pet peeves and just cleaning styles and lifestyles was very, very, very different. So one thing I would say is my big pet peeve is I hate that my husband doesn't wear slippers around the house. I think it's gross. I think it's disgusting. At least put some socks on. He walks around barefoot and I think it's so nasty. And then I'm like, you're trying to hop into the bed with your dirty ass feet? I don't think so. But on the flip side, one thing he does not like about me is that I always, because I've never had a dishwasher, (laughs) I've always been the dishwasher. So I would kind of let my dishes pile up or I would wash them um, every single time I would put them in the sink. Well, when we moved in, we have a dishwasher now and I don't see a point in loading the dishwasher every single time I use it. I think the dishwasher starts to smell. So one thing that used to annoy the shit out of him was that I would eat and put something in the sink and not rinse it or like get it ready for the dishwasher. And I remember him picking up one of the dogs one day and saying like, why doesn't your mom load the damn dishwasher? And I just found it kind of funny. And I'm like, okay, obviously this is a pet peeve of his. So if you buy some slippers, I will load the damn dishwasher. Another thing is our animals. Um, I have two cats and Cameron is not the biggest cat person. We have a fish, which he kind of took over the care for once we moved in here. And I find it kind of funny because I never used to let him touch my fish's water prior to us moving here. But taking care of dogs versus taking care of cats is completely different. And I love my dogs, but to be honest, just my own personal personality and lifestyle, I prefer cats. The reason why I love dogs, I love all animals, but the reason why is because I've always been on the go. I've always been super busy, whether that's work, school, or hobbies, and my cats are very self-sufficient. They don't need my attention 24-7. I feed them, and they basically go to the litter box whenever they want. I just have to make sure their food and water bowl is Um, filled and my cats love to spend time with me when they want not when I want so it's like a relationship for somebody who's on the go opposed to my dogs where they want to be with me 24 7 need me to take them out to potty every four hours and constantly need love and attention and somebody to be home with them so personally I just prefer cats now that I have both but being adjusted to that like one thing that really bothers me is when my cats kiss me Cameron finds it disgusting and I'm like why doesn't it bother you when the dogs kiss me like I don't see a difference and 
my cats only will love me when they want. So if they want five minutes of my time, I'm going to give them those five minutes of my time to scratch their head. Like, I don't understand. But anyway, also cleaning up after the animals can get very dirty, very annoying. The cats throw up in the bedroom and he finds it gross. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I will clean it up. He does not clean it up, but yet he cleans the dog poop, you know? So you got to have like a 50-50 helping hand relationship. I take care of the cats and he basically takes care of the dogs, but um, I buy all the dog food and cat food and stuff. I think another thing that I should touch upon is just letting things go Okay, surprising. In seven years, my husband and I actually have never really fought or argued. I know some people think that's unhealthy. I actually, my high school sweetheart and I, in like four years, we never argued until like the end of our relationship. So when my husband and I, my husband's just very easygoing. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not easygoing. I think his calm demeanor has made me calm. And there's just things I feel in life, especially after COVID, that just completely changed me as a person. I am more patient than I used to be. I'm much more humble than I used to be. And I just don't find stupid little insignificant things worth fighting for anymore. I've become very patient. So for us... Things like if something bothers me and one thing that I love about my relationship with my husband is that in the past when I've been in relationships and I have asked somebody like, hey, I don't like if you do X, Y, Z, that person would change for like a week or two and then it would go back to the same shit. And for me in my current relationship, every time I've told my husband, hey, I don't like this, this and that. He's always addressed it, changed it, and it's never gone back to that. I will say the only problem personally that I've had that I've asked him to fix and change more than once is time. And I feel like time, because I've learned this in nursing school, is very different within different cultures. Um, we know that in different cultures, like in the Hispanic community, we always joke that if you want someone to be at your party at five, you tell them to come at three o'clock because they're always going to be late anyway. Um, but with my personal daddy issues, I am a very big stickler and I have a very big pet peeve about time. So when someone, I had this teacher who told me early is on time and on time is late And I have abided by that forever now. So (laughs) I'm a very punctual person. And I don't like when someone tells me to be somewhere at 5 p.m. And they're late. So that's probably the only thing my husband and I ever kind of basically argued about. And I'll kind of give you a reference. Um, Basically, when we weren't living together, I was living in a different city that's 13 miles away. And I would get home late sometimes or very early in the morning because I would work night shift in the past. And my husband would set up a date for us to meet at 5 p.m. Well, when you get home at 9 a.m. and you go to sleep and you wake up early because you have to get dressed, you have to get ready, then you have to drive. And I would show up at 5 p.m. at my husband's house and he would still be asleep. He would wake up once I got here, start getting dressed, and it would annoy the shit out of me and I would always tell him if you expect me to be here at 5 p.m 
be ready at 5 p.m. I don't want to be waiting, especially if we're going to dinner and I'm hungry. Like, that's not cool. Or he'd tell me, oh, I'll be at your house at 5, but he would show up late and it would irk the shit out of me personally because I'm a very punctual person. (laughs) So I think meeting in common ground and just letting little shit go, not my time punctuality, but other little shit in your relationship that's just not worth a fight or an argument, it will just make your life so much easier. And I've been in relationships with people that I think like to fight. Like, I know personally some people who feel if you're not fighting and arguing that the relationship is boring. And I find that a toxic trait, but I kind of understand where they're coming from. I mean, I don't want to live like that. I like to live drama-free. Like, drama-free is the best way to be, in my opinion. Okay, so I briefly talked about jealousy earlier. Um... And I don't really have too much to say about it, but I truly believe that you should not live with the constant fear of somebody always cheating on you. I think you have to look within yourself and ask yourself why you constantly feel like this unless they're giving you reasons. And if they're giving you reasons, just leave, just get out. Like why be with somebody who has cheated on you? I mean, in the past, I have believed in giving somebody that second chance um, and trying to forgive and trying to forget. Me personally, just knowing how obsessive I became with the other person and how obsessive I became with, well, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Um, What could I have done better? Like, it's just not worth it to me. And I thank my husband for never making me feel insecure or wondering if he's cheating. But let me tell you, My husband is a very, very, very big flirt. (laughs) I'm always actually shocked when people find out that he's married and that I'm his wife because I'm surprised that he actually talks about me because he's probably pretty quiet. Um, One thing, like, for, for instance, social media. Social media has probably been another problem in my relationship. My husband never posts photos of us. And I'm like, hello, do people even realize that we're in a relationship? And this is part of the just let shit go, especially shit that doesn't matter. I post photos of us all the time. But if you were to go onto my husband's Facebook or Instagram, I highly doubt you would even know that he was married. And let alone to me. Um, And it used to bother me because previously he did have so many pictures of like, ex-girlfriends but not just one ex-girlfriend many ex-girlfriends and him and I are totally different in that aspect because if we break up all your photos they never existed but for my husband like he just doesn't delete anything so it did used to bother me at first like how come you have photos of your exes but yet you won't even post photos of ours well my husband has grown he's matured he doesn't care about social media anymore like I do so I've just learned to live with the fact that he's just not going to post anything (laughs) at all um but I've learned to let it go however I still don't feel that ounce of like insecurity or infidelity and when I said my husband is a flirt this mofo will flirt with girls in front of me especially waitresses but it doesn't bother me like I find it kind of funny and like I'm glad that my husband and I can look at the same girl and be like wow she's hot Like, he doesn't push it to a point where 
he keeps talking about it to make me feel insecure but like I can appreciate a hot girl so if my husband points out a girl and says like wow she's really beautiful I agree that girl really is beautiful recently we went to Olive Garden shout out to the girl that was our waitress I would say her name but I'm not trying to get sued um she was gorgeous I actually wanted to tell her like wow you were really pretty like are you a model because she was a really pretty girl who was serving us and I could see him having these little flirtatious remarks but I was like eh, whatever brush it off the shoulder he goes home with me I have a ring on my finger not a big deal so on the line of Olive Garden (laughs) we have to talk about keeping things fresh and still having date nights. I really think it is important to still have date nights. My husband and I still try and do something at least once a week, whether it's go to dinner or whether it's the fair or the aquarium or the zoo, not to spice things up, but just like keep it alive. Like still do the things that you enjoy. Don't think that because you live together and see each other every single day that things don't like need to still I guess words of affirmation or like cute little gestures like I love when my husband brings me flowers I never really got flowers growing up or like in any other relationships so flowers to me are like even though they die like flowers are totally a stupid gift but I love getting them and I love when my husband will like spontaneously just bring me flowers and like walk in our bedroom and I'm like reading something and he just like hands me a bouquet of flowers like it totally makes my day um and so I definitely think like one of our favorite things to do You guys, remember, I was a broke kid from the ghetto. So to me, Red Lobster, that's like Ruth's Crisp. That's like going to Nobu for me. Like, laugh your heads off. That is fine. But that is our place. That is our celebratory place. That is our celebration place. Like, also Olive Garden. We love the breadsticks and the salad. So we always get excited when we go to Olive Garden or Red Lobster. Like, Red Lobster, I always get the ultimate feast. He always takes a photo of me eating the ultimate feast, so I think we're almost at the point where we have a collage that needs to be made, (laughs) but definitely keep that alive. Um, I love seeing my coworkers who are older than me when they post on social media their dates with their husband it always just warms my heart because like that's where I hope to be when I'm their age okay so the next three topics I'm going to talk about is kids career and finances so when it comes to children uh, this is a subject that even I don't know what happened but anyway um when I met my husband in November of 2015 On our second date, I told him that I wanted, because he asked me, do you want children? And I said, yes, I just want one child and I want one boy. I used to joke that if I had a girl, I would send her back. (laughs) Obviously don't feel that way, but I don't know. I just always wanted a little boy for some reason. And um, he never said anything. He never said, I don't want kids. He never said anything until April of 2016 when he dropped a huge bomb on me that he never wanted children. And when he said this, my heart was torn. I was like, do we even stay together? Like, what's the point in being with somebody who doesn't want the same things you want? Like, I found it kind of stupid and kind of 
hard like what do we do now but I'm glad we stayed together and didn't end up breaking up over a hypothetical because this is the happiest relationship I've ever been in this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in and I didn't know that six years down the line I was going to completely change how I felt about having children so I and my me and my husband have talked about having kids multiple times um I kind of, I know his stance. His stance is no, (laughs) he doesn't want them. Um, But I've always gone back and forth with like the idea of like, hey, when I'm 40, can we at least try for one child? And if it happens, it happens, it doesn't and doesn't. And he has kind of agreed to that. But I just, I don't know how I feel. I'm pretty sure right now that I don't want children in our foreseeable future, that he is happy and content with that. But I don't know, like I don't understand what happened to me personally because I was somebody who always felt like they were put on earth to be a mother and now when I see children, I just don't get that spark anymore. Like I used to see pregnant women and wish that it was me. Like I used to envision having a belly. Like I used to tell my friend, um, I'm going to call her Taya. Uh, I used to tell Taya all the time that I couldn't wait to be pregnant so I could wear a wife beater with overalls and some Chuck Taylors. Like, I don't know what the hell happened that after being in NP school, doing, you know, an internship as well as working full time and going to school, like, was really, really hard. And I just, I guess, couldn't imagine doing that and having kids. And all my coworkers would always complain about how tired they were or what childcare problems they were having. And I just want none of that. Like, I want no part of that. So I don't know. Kids or kid is still kind of up in the air. I've always loved the idea of fostering children because I could now provide a child with things that I did not personally have growing up. Um, And I think that that would be amazing to do for somebody else. And my husband has thought about fostering as well and is open to it, which I find kind of odd. But yeah, I don't know. The idea of kids is still up in the air. Okay, next is career. Now, I don't want to say I gave my husband an ultimatum to get married, but I definitely had a strong talk with him about it. And I'll give you the backstory to that. But this is why I wish... I would have known things would have changed personally for me before making rash decisions about my life decisions without even knowing that my mindset was going to change. And the reason why I say that is because the reason why I feel I was wanting an answer to my from my husband on whether or not we were going to get married is because I wanted to be a mom and I felt like my internal clock was basically ticking And now that doesn't even matter. So it's like, why was I in a, I don't want to say a rush to get married because we didn't get engaged until about five years, but it is definitely something that you should probably take into consideration if you're not already engaged or married. But my husband and I were together for, I want to say five years. I think we just hit our five-year mark. And I was still in the mindset of like, I want to be a mom. Like, what are we doing here? We don't live together. And my husband was still trying to figure out what he was going to do with schooling because things and places that he was applying for really wasn't working out. 
I'm the type of person that I don't believe in needing to have a career in place in order to get married. I think that is a bullshit excuse that guys use to not want to settle down. And I've had numerous people tell me that like, oh, I want to travel and I want to have my career ready yet. I see them married to somebody else like after we've broken up um, without having that in place. But I just think that's such an excuse. And I've always said like, I'm not going to stop you from accomplishing your dreams because I would never want you to stop me from accomplishing my dreams. But here is the conversation I basically had with my husband. We were together for five happy years. No fights, no arguments, no jealousy, no insecurity, nothing to work on. So when I asked him, where's our future? And he said he would like to get married someday, but he would like to have his career in place. Well, in my defense, I've lived on my own since I was a child, like since I was a teenager. Um, I already pay my own bills. I already have my own house or apartment. Um, I'm already settling in my career. I don't need you for that. And I'm not going to stop you from whatever you're doing. So although you would like to have your career in place and possibly take care of me, I don't need you to. I'm already doing all that on my own. So in a re- I, I told my husband basically, I don't really need you. I want you. There's a very big difference between me needing you and me wanting you. I don't need you for anything, but I want you and I want you in my life. And at the five-year mark, if you don't know if you want to be with me by now, I think it's time to end the relationship basically. And the reason I felt this way at the time was because there's nothing for me to fix. If my husband and I had infidelity or jealousy issues, I could totally understand how somebody would be hesitant to marry me if there was a jealousy problem or an infidelity issue and we needed to work on it or other circumstances, but there wasn't. So if we are the happiest we've always been and there's nothing to work on, yet you don't know whether you want to be with me for the rest of your life by now, I can't do anything else. I can't make you any happier. I can't change anything because there's nothing wrong to begin with. It would be very different in other relationships where it was toxic and it was constant fighting, but we didn't have that. So it's like, if you don't know by now, when will you know? And I was in such a like, felt like my internal clock was ticking that I was like, what are we doing? And are we getting married or not? And my husband actually had been planning on applying to PA school for a third time. And I was like, please, if this is the only thing holding us back from getting married, like you're crazy. One, you think I'm going to wait another freaking year. But two, please start looking at other career paths, such as becoming a nurse or a nurse practitioner, because it is the same basic thing as becoming a physician's assistant. Like it's the same level of care. It doesn't make any sense. If you can't do one route, try at least to be open-minded to doing the other route. And he did. And then after that, I feel like everything kind of just flowed very easily after that conversation that we had. And now we're happily married for a year. Another thing I want to brush up on when it comes to career is giving each other the support equally and 
um, being there for each other. My husband, I felt very bad for when we first moved in together because not only did we just get married, we just move in together and we have all these animals now and we're learning each other, but I had to do 360 hours left of my internship. My first internship that I had in nurse practitioner school was at a local hospital. It wasn't that far, but when we moved in together, I was now driving 101 miles, a, not even a day, one way. So I was driving 202 miles a day. So basically, I was doing six 12-hour shifts, three for work, three for my internship, and the day that I had off was basically to catch up on any schoolwork. And my husband had to take the responsibility of the whole household holding it down, cleaning, doing all the work, all the grocery shopping and all that. And he never once complained. He supported me when I needed a shoulder to cry on because I would be so overwhelmed and stressed. He was always there to hug me and remind me why I was doing what I needed to do, but always supported me in my decisions and was always there for me. And when it came his turn, I had to support him while he was in nursing school and you know definitely understand what it's like to be that nursing school student but my husband still has it in the back of his mind that he wants to pursue his career and become a nurse practitioner at some point and i know when that time comes i'm going to have to be the one to step back and be more understanding of the time that we're not going to have together because he has to fulfill this dream and it would be wrong of me to not give him the same courtesy and respect that he gave me and allow him to fulfill his dreams. I, like I said before, would never hold somebody back from finishing their career. So finances is our last topic that we're going to talk about. And I've always been iffy about this when it comes to a relationship or a marriage and Backstory to this is I had a coworker at Starbucks who was there basically working part-time just for the benefits for her girls and her husband. Her husband had the career, but she was the financial, I don't want to say advisor, but like basically he was the breadwinner, but she distributed the money between everything. Um, she's the one that paid the bills. She's the one that managed the money. She's the one that basically held the accounts and ran them for them. And I always found that kind of odd. And I asked her like, wait a minute, so you guys share one account? And she's like, yeah, it's his account, but like I, I manage it. And I'm like, what if, what about your money? She's like, well, we share it. And I'm like, um, so if you want to buy yourself a pair of shoes, do you have to ask? Like, I don't like that. And here's the thing, you guys. When I was growing up, my parents did not get along. So because of that, if our child support payment was late my mom would always have me call my dad asking for it and it was hella awkward I hated it and because of it I don't like asking people for money I didn't even like asking my dad for money like till this day I don't like asking people for money I like being in charge of my own finances my dad also did a really good job since I was 14 years old literally talking to me about finances savings investing credit like making sure I never get in debt making sure I don't owe anybody money and I want to say to this day I feel like finances if I owe somebody money I'm not sleeping 
Like, I will not sleep until you're paid. Like, it just bothers me. I don't like it. I've never taken out a loan. I mean, when I bought my car, I took out a loan, but I paid that shit off in two years. Like, I never took out a loan for school. Owing someone money terrifies me. So, my mom also, because she was a single parent, um, my dad wasn't always around all the time because of how much they fought. Um, my mom taught me to be independent. My mom taught me always to don't, basically depend on a man for shit you never know if they're gonna stick around so my mom teaching me how to be independent and my dad teaching me how to be financially independent just made the whole joint account situation seem very weird however i did propose it to my husband not completely a joint account but i did propose this when (laughs) my husband has a really good credit score so do i but he has a better credit score than i do um shockingly I'm, I'm I'm actually shocked about that <laughs> but he does um and I honestly don't give two shits what he does with his money as long as he's not in debt like don't let me wake up one day and figure out that we're you know gonna be homeless like don't let me figure out one day that you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt like I don't give a shit what you do with your money just make sure we're not in debt um but anyway I never wanted to share a bank account I have talked to numerous married couples who don't, who, I mean, share a bank account and they're like, why don't you just share? And I'm like, I don't understand how you guys keep track. Like, how do you budget? If this person is spending this and this person's spending this, like, do you just look at the bank account constantly? Because I don't trust that. Like, I write everything down. I sometimes spend money on my credit card so I could pay it off with my debit card. And because of that, I know how much in my head I owe my credit card, but like would my husband, if we have a shared, like a shared bank account, I don't like that. Like it's just messy. So my husband and I have separate bank accounts. I like it that way. To be honest, I'm the spender. He's the saver. I save money. I save a lot of money, but because of YouTube, I buy stuff for YouTube to review. So those are the things that I spend my money on basically other than that i really don't spend money i'm not a fancy person i don't buy fancy clothes shoes anything like that i just buy things for my hobby to like kind of build my youtube so that one day i can make lots of money off of it uh that is the goal there but my husband doesn't really buy anything either like he just saves 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 and like we want to buy a house obviously one day um so we just kind of save our money but i don't know how much he has he doesn't know how much i have like I share with him once in a while, but I don't expect him to tell me either. We just have set a goal. Like, for instance, we want to buy a house. We have each personally set a goal. Um, this was like a year ago. Um, to each save fifty thousand dollars one for one year, so that we had a hundred thousand dollar down payment. Um, that's a joke because that's when we were expecting to pay like half a million dollars for a house, and now that houses are a million dollars, like that idea flew out the window. But anyway. um i have proposed in the past why don't we make a joint account not completely together but like for bills where i can put the bill money in that account and you can either pay it whatever's in your name and i'll pay whatever's in my name from that account and he's like no it's okay just venmo me and i'm like all right no big deal i've also thought like what if we get a shared bank account and instead of bill money we'll put fun money in there like we'll put money that we want for trips or for dinners or for anything and like we'll just use that card and he's like no once again 
um, just Venmo me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that seems to be the easiest thing. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, I honestly love being in charge of my own finances. I don't want someone to dictate or say, no, you can't buy that or you can't afford that this year. Motherfucker, I work hard for my own money. I've worked hard to be where I'm at. I'm be damned if somebody tells me that I can't buy anything. Not that my husband has, but I'm like, uh, I'm just not cool with that. And like, I would never do the same to him. Like, hmm, do you really think you should buy that? Like, I just, no, I like having my own financial freedom in my relationship, in my marriage. Um, another thing that my husband brought up today when we were telling his mom about the story he eats differently than I do when he goes grocery shopping if I say like oh hey can you get me this yeah sometimes he'll just buy it for me but other times I'll be like oh hey what do I owe you so that I can Venmo you back like it's not like he totally is like here's the receipt reimburse me like it's not like that but at the same time he's like I eat vegan food sometimes. If she's not going to eat it, I'm not going to make her pay for it. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I eat steak. I'm not going to make my husband pay for my steak when he's not going to eat it. Um, I don't know. This is just what works for us. I don't find it weird. I find this maybe a new age of marriage. Like at the same time, part of me feels like besides this piece of paper, what part of us is married? Oh my God. I almost forgot about the rings the rings you guys okay my husband if he wasn't the person that he was I'd probably be very skeptical about this but my husband refuses to wear a wedding ring however I knew this prior to us getting married thankfully I don't think he's cheating or I'm scared of it but he um had an accident when he was a kid something with his finger I think a ring got stuck on his finger where they had to go to the ER or something to have it cut off I don't know the whole story I really don't care to know it because I think he's full of shit anyway but um he doesn't really wear a ring I've bought him the silicone rings he has a hematite ring and sometimes when I'm joking and I'm like where's your ring and we go out to dinner he'll wear it other than that when he's at work doesn't wear it when he's with his friends doesn't really wear it um only on special occasions does he really wear his ring and it really doesn't bother me but at the same time what I find kind of funny is that my wedding ring wasn't that expensive it looks very expensive but it wasn't too expensive and what I mean by that it's like it's not like $18,000 or anything like that (laughs) crazy amount of money it's not like that at all but I have a beautiful gorgeous rose gold morganite ring with diamonds encrusted around part of the band and around the entire morganite ring and I actually never used to wear my ring to work I would wear it to work but keep it in my locker because I was too scared of losing the stone now that I'm more comfortable I wear that's probably the only time I actually wear it is when I go to work the reason why I don't wear it at home is because one I've gained like 15 pounds since we got married and um, a bitch is swollen. So the ring doesn't always fit me. Two, I'm very active. I am always either hiking, biking, running, exercising, lifting weights, swimming, like on adventures. And I don't want to wear my wedding ring because I don't want to lose it. So it's like I've seen... I was laughing because I remember watching Married at First Sight and this girl made such a big deal because she was like... He left his wedding ring at home. He's probably out cheating. Like, what the fuck? I'm so glad I'm not that girl. Like, I don't feel that way. I understand my husband doesn't care to wear a wedding ring. 
I don't care if he wears wedding rings. Sometimes you'll probably see us out together. Probably like yesterday when we were fighting with that woman at Target. <laughs> probably like, yeah, we're married and we're being separate. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we're not wearing our rings. Like, are we really, do they really think we're married? <laughs> but yeah, it's just not a big deal in a relationship. Okay, last thing I'm going to talk about is being happy together. And my biggest advice that I've learned about being married is one, letting things go, and two, don't rush it, and three, don't compare yourselves to other couples at all. You will sabotage yourself. Every couple has a different vibe. Every couple has a different lifestyle, and I'm pretty sure if you were telling me at 21 years old that my husband wasn't going to wear his wedding ring, I'd be like, what the fuck? do you mean you're not wearing a wedding ring? What do you mean you're going out to strip clubs with boys? What do you mean you're not going to share your bank account with me? I'm pretty sure things that I just mentioned in this podcast episode probably to anybody else would be huge red flags, but I am happy and confident in my marriage and I don't compare it to anyone else's. Everyone else has different problems. We don't. We are open-minded, we are very calm, we are very civil, we are very happy, and we like that we don't have kids, we like that we have fur babies, we like that we can still go on adventures, we like that we have our alone time, we like that we have our own different hobbies. Our marriage works because we make it work, and I think if you stop comparing yourself to other couples or what people think your marriage should be like, you'll be a lot happier um yeah that's probably my biggest and greatest advice but anyway see you guys next week don't forget to subscribe write a comment leave a review share this podcast episode and i will see you again next week and hopefully make you smile and if you're stuck in traffic i hope it eases up soon 